0: hello everyone and welcome to another episode of careful for spoilers i am your host james Bonds, and today today guys i am unloading a new segment on the podcast simply called jb rants and today i'm going to be talking about some shit in batman vs superman that i just cannot let go and i have to rant about it let's get rolling welcome back guys thank you once again for joining me this week like i said in the intro today is the first episode of jb rants and i'm going to be talking about some shit in batman vs superman in the theatrical or the ultimate cut that still just don't make any fucking sense so it's not going to be a long episode guys Just wanted to cover a few things that I didn't want to get hung up on during the spoilers review because there's certain shit that I could just rant about for hours and I would just prefer to have this completely separate from the initial spoilers review so that we could actually focus on, you know, main plot points and stuff like that. So let's just get into the meat and potatoes of this. Let's just start with the beginning. The beginning, the Africa sequence in the beginning. Now, this is solely from the theatrical cut. This is something that in the ultimate cut was fixed. The whole introduction of Jimmy Yolton, him walking with the CIA, and really the main part that I'm talking about is the simple fact that all of these people in this African militia thing were all killed by guns and with fucking bullets but yet we get to the court scenes later on in the movie and for some reason superman is being held responsible for these events and it's just like i don't fucking understand what's going on here these people were shot to death why would superman use bullets so it's just like that part of The part of the movie just didn't make any fucking sense to me. Until you get and you watch the ultimate edition and you realize that not only were they shot and killed, but they were pretty much burnt to a crisp so that it looks like Superman used his heat vision. And they used Lois Lane to make sure that he was in that specific place at that specific time. Which is fine. And there's a lot of things like that that happened throughout the movie that is cleaned up by having the ultimate cut. And let me just pause and just talk about the differences. Like, this is the problem with fucking studios these days. Like, I understand it is all about profit. It is all about making, making money. I understand, man. I understand that making movies is a business. It is a business first and foremost. I understand that and I respect that. You know what I mean? But at the same time, your priority should be telling a good story. Your priority should be giving the audience a good fucking movie for the money that they paid, man. If you take you and your significant other to the movies and you watching this shit in IMAX, you spending at least close to $40 and we ain't even talking about buying popcorn, buying drinks and candy and all of that shit. You could go to the movies and you spend a lot of money and we spending all of this money to go watch a movie that doesn't make any fucking sense. You want to know why it don't make sense? Because the studio is more concerned of shaving down the runtime to make sure that they could have as many viewings during the day as possible. Like I said in the beginning, I understand that this is a business. I understand that, but at the same time, your movie suffered because you refused to tell a good story first. Batman v Superman: Dawn of Justice made eight hundred and seventy-something million dollars. Yes, technically, that's a lot of money for the two hundred and forty million dollars that they spent on the production budget. That's still a good return. Like, I understand that, but look at where Civil War is right now. Civil War is not close to to its finished run, and it's already made 1.1 billion. There is no reason on this planet why the first time we're getting to see Batman and Superman in the same movie together shouldn't make at least 1.4 1.5 billion dollars there is no reason look at the first avengers the first avengers made 1.5 billion dollars there is no reason why seeing the trinity dude the trinity for the first time on a big screen the first time and you, you, barely, you barely even make it to 900 million, dude? That's This is bullshit. And the reason why is because of poor editing, poor choices, and not just putting out the fucking ultimate cut from the beginning, dude. People will go to see a three-hour movie as long as it's good. The Dark Knight Rises was two hours and 45 minutes with credits now regardless of what you feel about the dark knight rises i personally love that movie does it have problems does it have plot holes sure the fuck it does but i love that movie and i will watch it over and over i want it on blu-ray and i will watch it from beginning to end because to me it is a phenomenal film like i said it has problems it has a lot of problems but i love that movie the wolf of wall street is three hours long But the reason why you can watch The Wolf of Wall Street from beginning to end is because it is a great movie. It is great storytelling. And Zack Snyder is one of my favorite directors. Zack Snyder is a visionary. The visuals that you see in Batman vs Superman Dawn of Justice are absolutely incredible. But where it suffers is in telling a good story because the fucking studio was more concerned with Cutting the runtime so that they could have more viewings at theaters instead of telling a good fucking story. Look how that turned out for them. And this is something that studios have to change. They have to change the shit. Like I understand, I understand. I can keep saying it throughout this podcast. I understand the movie theater business, making movies is a business first and foremost. But if you want if you want to make money. There has to be quality over quantity. And it's plain and simple just like that. And they're just scenes. There is a scene in the ultimate cut where you see Clark Kent actually go to Gotham. He's actually interviewing people trying to find out different perspectives about Batman, trying to find out different things, where he could find him, why is he branding people, and then you have this lady who's talking about, who is talking about the simple fact that, that um, even though her husband was a bad guy, he ended up in prison, but she mentioned he was still a father, he was still a human being, and because he was branded with the bat symbol on his chest, he was murdered in prison, no, That's another thing, and I'm glad I just bring that up, dude. That same scene that was cut out of the theatrical cut, that explains so much. All you've heard from the beginning, oh, well, if you get branded by by Batman when you go to prison, you're going to die. Nobody explains it in the theatrical cut. Nobody explains it, and it's like, it doesn't make any fucking sense whatsoever till you watch the Ultimate Edition, and you realize that it's Lex's people, KG Beast, the guy who was playing KG Beast in the movie, is going to the prison and he's essentially paying these guys or whatever to kill these people that are branded by the bat, to, kill, um, to piss off Superman even more to draw out this, this epic match, the greatest gladiator match in the history of the world between Batman and fucking Superman. And regardless of what you think about Lex Luthor's performance, his plan to get them to fight each other is phenomenal. When you watch the ultimate cut and you see the little nuggets and you see the little things that Lex is setting up to make Batman hate Superman and vice versa, it's beautiful. But because the fucking studio wanted to cut time... There's a lot of shit that's just missing that just don't make any fucking sense. And it, it's frustrating. It's frustrating, dude. They're bitching about, oh, well, we don't if we want Zack Snyder to move on and to move on with other films past Justice League. Just him, mean, but Justice League. <laughs> Zack Snyder's cut is a good cut. It's still, it is a good cut of a film. The film should have been three hours long, and I'm not saying it should have been rated R, because having it rated R in the theaters, it would it would have lost them money. It would have, because not every child is, obviously, because <laughs> it's rated R, won't be able to go and see it. Now, if their parents wanted to take them in, that's different. But some parents might not want their child to go see a R-rated movie, which is fine. This is why you put the rating on it. Now, let's get to the actual things that I just couldn't fucking stand, even with the ultimate cut. You're letting him hurt Martha! You have to save Martha! Why did you say that name? Why did you say that name? And it's just like let's speak to Batman's heartstrings because he lost his mother and his mother's name was Martha. And now Superman's mom is missing and his name is Martha. So it's like, I, I completely understand where they were going for, but I don't feel like the scene on the emotional response that they were trying to give us, much like, spoilers, much like the fact and the scene where kylo ren kills han solo in star wars the force awakens it's like they had it it was so drawn out you saw it coming from a miles away and you just didn't feel an emotional connection to it because they didn't own it and similar in bvs the scene just wasn't owned just like okay we're best friends now because our mom's name is martha yeah that's pretty much it it's like i get it batman is crazy batman is fucking nuts we know this he is psychologically unstable any man that dresses like a bat stays out all night long uses his entire fortune to punch people in their fucking face for being bad and oh god i love it (laughs) but batman's crazy and a true fan a true batman fan knows that batman is fucking nuts it's like you get it you get it's like martha my mother's name is Martha. If I had the chance to save my mother, if I had the chance, I would. And this alien that I thought was just this, this essentially just this weapon of death that has all of the, all of these powers, like he's the monologue that he says, the dialogue, I mean, it's like, this guy has the power to wipe out the entire human race if he wanted to. And if if we see him as a threat, a one percent chance, then we have to take it as an absolute certainty. And it's like when Ben said that, I was like, shit, I feel that. I really feel I really feel the anger And he feels, he honestly feels like he's doing the right thing, killing this fucking alien, because he really could burn the whole place down if he wanted to. At a split second, if anything happened, Superman could literally eradicate the entire human race in seconds. So you completely understand where Batman is coming from. But it's like... Like I said before, the scene just wasn't really on. It was just like, well, the audience should just know and understand that, hey yeah, his mother's name is Martha. If he had the chance to save his mother, he would. So now they're best friends. It's just like I just feel like that scene should have probably happened happened a little earlier in the film and had something that leading up to it to make it to make you feel it more, to make it to make the scene, I don't know, worth more. Like, other people, if you feel the same way, you know, hit me up on any of my social medias. Let me know what you think. But that's just how I feel. Like, I just feel like the scene just wasn't really on. And there's another scene previously before that when the scene, when the fight scene starts between them. And Superman just ups and says, Bruce, I need your help. It's like, once again, how the fuck does Superman know that Bruce Wayne is Batman? Now, for all of you people out there saying that, oh, well, Superman has X-ray vision and he can see through Batman's cowl. And by seeing Bruce Wayne at the party before, he automatically knows that Bruce Wayne is Batman. Now, before you say that, like, for the people that don't know the source material, take your brain out of it, take yourself out of it, and think of the, the, the average moviegoer. People who don't follow comics, who just know, oh, Batman and Superman, they're fighting, sold, I want to see that fight. People who don't know the source material, who people who don't think that deeply into the comic lore is like, how the fuck did he know that? How the fuck does he know... That Bruce Wayne is Batman. It is on you as the storytellers to tell us and show us these things that you are putting in front of our faces to see. You have to fucking give me a scene. Give me a 30 second scene, some shit. You could give me a fucking useless scene. Well, it's not a useless scene. Once you watch the scene over and over, you actually understand where it's coming from. But the scene I'm talking about right now is a scene where Clark is walking through the snow and he has this vision of his father. That scene is actually cool because the first time I saw it, I thought it was a completely useless scene and they could have taken it away to put in something else to make the movie more cohesive, to make more sense. But when you really look into it, you notice that that his father is essentially telling him that, hey, you, you can't save everyone. You save the people close to you. You save the people that you love. You save people around you. But... Saving this one group of people is going to affect somebody else in some way, pretty much letting him know, hey, all of those people that were killed in Metropolis, you saved the rest of the entire planet and vice versa. You saved the rest of the, you saved the rest of the entire planet from everybody dying and it being terraformed into Krypton, but a lot of people in Metropolis died during the process. And that message was simply was simply Park kent telling Clark that you can't save everybody. That's the lesson, and it take me watching the movie two to three times before that lesson click into my head. so I do take that back and I do take that back in saying that our scene was useless, but back to my fucking rant. <laughs> it's like I just feel like they should have just taken more time to flesh out the story, to flesh out the editing, instead of trying to catch up with Marvel. And that's really what it is, regardless of what you think. This is DC and Warner Brothers. Oh, well, shit. Marvel Studios is this amount of movies deep. It's been eight years of films, eight years of storytelling. They are ready on Avengers 2, pretty much just called Civil War Avengers fucking 3, even though it is a Captain America story, but almost everybody's in it minus Hulk and Thor, so it's like we have to get a ball rolling. We have to introduce, we have to introduce our core characters to the Justice League. We have to unveil the Justice League now, and then we could branch off into solo into solo films. But we have to play catch up, and it's like I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with that. But the problem is, tell a good fucking story, Foss, man. Tell a good story. Warner Brothers DC, you probably ain't gonna never listen to this podcast, but come on, man. You have to tell a good story first. You cannot just jump the gun and just dive in and expect people to care the reason why the events of Sokovia in Civil War, the events of New York, the events of Washington DC, the reason why civil war has so much weight, so much gravitas is because we have we have had Eight years of movies, of eight years of going through trials and tribulations with these characters, learning them in and out to get to this point to see why they're feuding between each other, man. You are telling a great story. The story is fine. The source material that you are going for, the, the outline story, the overall story of BVS is great. But I just feel in certain aspects, they drop the fucking ball just due to poor editing, we gotta get this movie out, we gotta get this movie out, Civil War coming out, Marvel coming out with all of these movies, we gotta get the ball rolling, we have to keep it going while well, everybody love these comic book movies, we have to get them out, sell, 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 and it's like, tell a good fucking story first man, tell a good story. Now, I'm about to wrap this up. There is one thing that is just unforgivable in this movie, and it might seem... Extremely simple to somebody else, but it drives me absolutely nuts. The scene where Wonder Woman shows up, she puts up her shield and she blocks the blast from Doomsday, shielding um, Batman from the blast. And Superman shows up and the Trinity is on screen and Batman says, is she with you? I thought she was with you. The whole back and forth between Superman and Batman is just like, explain to me exactly how the fuck Batman could think that Wonder Woman was with Superman when you've met her twice, you've been through Lex Luthor's encrypted files where you saw her in full Wonder Woman costume in 19-fucking-18, Explain that to me, explain how Superman, who's never fucking met Wonder Woman, you've met Wonder Woman, and you're going to ask, is she with you? I thought she was with you, that scene, and this is why I'm ranting, this is is my podcast, I even rant about shit that pisses me off, it's just like, why was that line even in the fucking movie? And then they point in the trailer like it's supposed to be something fucking cool. Is she with you? I thought she was with you. It's fucking stupid. You met her twice. You met her twice. You saw her in full Wonder Woman costume in Lex Luthor's encrypted files. How the fuck could you think that she was with Superman? It makes no fucking sense whatsoever. How did you go through the final cut and be like, Yeah, sure. We'll roll with that. That makes sense, right? It's a cool, quippy little joke. Marvel have jokes. Let's throw in a joke. Yay! 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 Is she with you? I thought she was with you. It's fucking stupid. It is beyond retarded. It makes no sense whatsoever. Guys, (laughs) I love this movie. I really do, and this is why I'm so passionate about it. This is why, this is why going so deep into my rant, because I love this movie. I want to love this movie so much. I want to love the DCEU going forward. Batman is my favorite comic book character of all time. Bats all day. I could give two shits about Superman, the Boy Scout. I don't give a fuck about Superman. He's a part of the Justice League. That's cool. I love DC, I love Marvel, and I don't know, man, I don't know, DC needs to get their shit together, I understand are trying to play catch-up, but the reason why, the reason why Marvel is so successful is because they're taking their time, you think when they made Iron Man, they had money, they were fucking broke, the reason why Sony have Spider-Man, the reason why Fox owns all of the X-Men, and... If I'm not mistaken, um and Fantastic Four, yes, that's right. Fantastic four, the scrolls, Doctor Doom, like they have Galactus, they own the rights, they had to sell off the rights to all of these characters just so they could stay afloat, just so they could stay in business. They didn't want to to fucking cast Robert Downey Jr. They didn't want to do a lot of things, but they they tough it out, man. They point in work They take their time and they told great fucking stories. Without the first Iron Man, we don't have anything. We don't have the MCU. Because they took their time, they took John Favreau, a great director, and they made a great fucking film. Iron Man to this day is still in my top five MCU movies it's still in my top five comic book movies of all time, it is a great film, and that was the ground floor, and they walked their way up, all the way up to now, out to everything that has been revealed at San Diego Comic Con, to see the weird trippy Steve Ditko visuals that you see in Doctor Strange, like, this is a good time to be a comic book fan, and Warner Brothers, DC, you guys need to understand that and tell good stories. The money will come. The money will come. You are guaranteed billions, but your your studio, you guys have to make good stories. You have to tell good stories, great movies, and the money will come. The money will just print on your fucking doorstep, but tell good stories. Guys that's going to be the end of my rant thank you guys for listening there's going to be many more segments of jb rants on careful for spoilers please guys follow me on instagram twitter facebook tumblr all that careful for spoilers stay up to date i have a killing joke review coming out i have a lights out review coming out we're doing a full spoilers review for batman b superman dawn of justice guys just thank you for listening I'll keep saying that over and over and over. It really, really means a lot to me that you guys take time out of your day to listen to my podcast, listen to me rant about movies, TV shows, and comics and stuff like that. Thank you guys so much, and I'll see you next time.